You're listening to the New Old Heads podcast, shot live every Tuesday at twitch.tv slash newoldheads and released every Thursday at noon via bringingdowntheband.com. The show is brought to you by Coleman Dental, Printfinity, Indie CD and Vinyl. Support the show directly by becoming a member at patreon.com slash newoldheads. You are now tuned in to the New Old Heads podcast. I am Major 7. The crew is in the building. My man Jay Moore, how are you, sir? Doing well, doing well. You know, uh, the changing weather kind of affected me a little bit. You a little know, bit, just you know, a tad. We go from like 70 in the day and 20 at night. You know, you're going to get that, but it's Midwest living for you. My allergies been act up around this time of year, so I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Hey, Lone, how are you, sir? Doing all right, man. How are you doing? Oh, man, I'm doing great. Love the hat. Oh, this thing? Yeah. <laughs> the Christmas story hat. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Christmas story. Click. Yeah. I, I forgot my headphones at the uh, at the school. And this set of headphones does not have any padding. So now I have padding. There you go. Padding this is going to be a great. Intuitive. And yes. Very smart. Yep. Very smart. My man DJ J. Dib. What's happening, man? Salutations. Everything good, Joey? Yeah, man. Yeah. Everything's good. Remember when you used to say... Uh, I'm major seventh, and I have the shirts to prove it. Yeah, you want me to start doing it again? No, 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 I, no. I, I used to always wonder why does the shirt prove that you're major seventh? Just a bad marketing tactic, man. <laughs> no. That's all it was. Okay, man. I don't know what made me think about that. Though. I moved a couple off of it though. If that helped, yeah. no, that's right. cool. Because that's the goal, ain't it? Ain't that the goal? You balling? No, I ain't balling. Okay. No, no. Just wonder. I'm not balling. Shout out to my man, Pretty Tony, in the building as well. Had a idea. I actually saw an interview with Exhibit. Exhibit's been mad. Like he's really been mad about. Well, rap. no, I'm mad. I'm tell you why I'm mad. Yeah, he said basically it, Exhibit was like he's sick of hip hop and artists lack emotional investment. But I took something else from the interview because we've heard OG rappers say this. This has yes. been a like a trend at this point. But here's one. Is there's one line in here where he says he's talking about hip hop's influence. He says you see country music having elements of hip hop. You see pop music. He said, when is, when's the last time you saw a rock band that didn't have a hip-hop element in it? So he's talking about the influence of hip-hop and other musical culture. So that got me to thinking, historically, we always talk about hip-hop influencing other cultures. Mm -hmm. But if we flip it, what has hip-hop borrowed from other cultures? Everything. Yeah, let's see. Jazz? Because we don't, we, we never, House really, music we don't point. talk about yeah. that part. We never talk, we always talk about how people, quote unquote, culture vulture the hip hop and how hip hop pops up and everything. But I don't know if we ever run through what we've borrowed. When I say we, we're part of the hip hop. The thing about yeah. it is a lot of the genres that were borrowed for hip hop were still started by the same culture. So. Yeah. I see where you're going. At the end of the day, it's, it's almost like a melting pot. But I mean, given certain subgenres of things have been kind of used and and interpolated in hip hop but as as a whole it's a lot it's a lot Jay Moore you jumped out the window like it's, it's just everywhere I mean look you know when we talk about break beats we have to go we can go back to the beginning you know they were taken from jazz records from rock records from R&B from disco records you know and so True. that those are the other genres of music are the building blocks of hip hop funk yeah. Yep. You know, and you know, okay, now hip hop is established and it's not just some subgenre that we can't look away from. Now everybody's kids, even if they wind up liking country, right. even if they wind up liking, you know, straight up pop music or even Latin, like, you know, when you hear Bad Bunny, you know, that's that's hip hop. Yeah. You know, I hear elements of Taylor Swift. Like, you know, she worked with Soundwave on her last record. Mm -hmm. That's hip hop. When you're listening to country music, yes. you know, once once that 
Nelly and did that joint with uh, was it Tim McGraw or whoever. Like you know, there are other people who said, "Wow, let's try to build on this sound without even bringing any rappers in." Like now, there is an element the way the drums are programmed, the yes. way it's written, the melody. Sometimes there's a rap in the country song. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm pretty sure there's establishment country that doesn't like it. But you know, even if you're a kid from Nashville, you grew up with G Unit and everything. Like you grew Down up, the street, yeah. you know, you grew up with. Now there's not this thing where there's this generational situation to where the people who influence genres are just afraid of hip hop or they're like, no, nah, that's what those black kids from the ghetto are doing over there. It's like, no, this is what everybody's doing. And it, it's, it influences the music that we, you know, now you, we might take a little bit, you know, might take a little bit of the, you know, the Southwest, like the Texas culture. And I'm not talking about just the South and the North and Houston, but the actual Hispanic culture and creating, you know, hip hop records. And like, what do we take? We, it's not really about taking at this point. It's about exchanging, moving back and forth between genres. And a lot of people don't get it because they came from a time when everything was very, very much segmented. But now I just think that you can't act like you don't see this over here. Even in hip hop, we can't act like we don't see the numbers some of these country music folks are doing and they they you know look country at this watch, music watch has been doing yeah watch for the a country time, music they sure. show up with the big trucks and the and the and the, and the shiny yeah. clothes and the jewelry is honestly it's a lot so, closer than a lot of people even want to uh, uh admit let, let me ask let me ask let me ask it this way is that the same thing as sampling per se or that's what i was actually in, talk you know about. interprets interpolations from jazz or long said funk that's not necessarily the same thing. Am I wrong when I say that? Well, the thing about it is, is at this point, it's American culture at the end of the day. It's been around. We we're celebrating year 50. We've talked about this many times, too. It's the number one genre out there. So you can't hide from it. You can't just say that you're not influenced by it. So everybody's music is probably going to have something intertwined in there that's a little hip-hop. I mean, I've seen the thread of... Uh, about five black artists that are country singers now Mm -hmm. Mm. and their whole style is hip hop infused country music for the most part you know what I'm saying along with the other artists that are doing it too but it's kind of like well since y'all are doing that we're gonna come you know get our little piece off of it too because I mean we like country music we're from the country and we represent it and we can still represent the hip hop part of it too by putting out our own stuff. So, I mean, you really can't be mad at uh, hip hop being a part of a lot of things. Now, as far as it being commercialized, mm-hmm. that's a different story. If we're talking about that, then I see what he's saying, but it's, you can't really be mad that hip hop has influenced all these genres like that. Anything, you got anything on that on that long? I have nothing really to add. I don't really think it's co- we covered it. I, yeah, I don't really know what to say. Jay Moore, anything else on, you know, what I said in terms of comparing the two? No, no? I, I mean, I get what you're saying. I do. But I just think I that, see a difference. You know, I see a difference. A, you know, in the that. way, look, the way culture is sampled now, it may not just be through a drum machine. Right. You know, it's from, you know, a, a certain cadence and way things are said. Yeah. You know, you, like I say, you hear hip hop in gospel music. What do you think all that Kirk Franklin is? They've been doing that. True. Fan was doing y'all, y'all, y'all back in like 90, <laughs> what was so, it? late 90s. I, I don't, you know, <clears throat> it's all a big I don't want anybody to be, get concerned about this. Like all of a sudden, well, what are they doing with this? I was like, Lone makes a good point, though, with the melting you pot. You mad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's all at this point. It, it's I think the thing that I've been trying to wrap my head around, is there any 
type of basis of cultural appropriation within this because I feel like that's like the underlining conversation we're having, right? Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, we we've all basically alluded to how you can't hide from hip hop at this point. It's everywhere, and the influence is just like I, this is what I'm taking from our conversation is is undeniable. The influence is just going to pop up. So how, by default at this point. So is, is if hip hop becomes the most number one genre, which it is, and then mm-hmm. country music is all of a sudden maybe, I don't know, not the number one genre, but then hip hop starts to, or hip hop artists start to steal country <laughs> to make it, I don't know, get some of that freshness in the same way that people used yeah. to steal from black mm-hmm. culture and hip hop is... Mm-hmm. I don't know. Is it? Is it? Is it? I, I think that would be a not very, think, but not to say that like country music is white culture, mm. and that you know what I mean. Like I think that's the distinct difference. There is that hip hop was very much so black culture. Right. Country music isn't. This is a fact. You know what I mean? And just like rock and roll was not derived from just white people. No. Right. You know, it was. It was specifically you, derived from black people. Exactly. Mm. So. That's where this conversation, that's why I'm sitting over here just thinking, like, I don't even know how to even, this is, a, yeah, I don't well, see, know. See, this is, this is where I would, you know, because they talk about, oh, there's a 40% dip in <clears throat> hip-hop as a genre as far mm-hmm. as, like, its commercial viability. But I was like, well, okay, but what, what other places are you not counting? Because there's this hip-hop country over here. Are you mm-hmm. not counting that? Are you not incl- and counting influence hip-hop has on a group like BTS? You know, are you not counting that because that's supposedly K-pop or just pop music? Mm. Are you are you discounting the influence it even has on Taylor Swift? Like Jelly Roll started out with Three Six Mafia. Yeah, mm-hmm. so, Word? yes, yes. You didn't know that? Now, Jelly I'm, Roll stayed in the city on somebody's on. tour, performing at places like the Emerson and stuff like that, and is now one of the biggest country stars. Because Jelly Roll is that's the, heavy, the nation. Yeah. That's the heavy set guy with the yeah. tats, right? Yeah, yes. He's been around for a long time. See, long I'm, time. I'm asleep. I saw a clip. 39. Yeah, I saw the clip on Instagram with him saying, or 38 this, or this, something. T- this is a story of, mm-hmm. you know, and a redemption story, him being 39 and just getting nods and winning awards. I was asleep. I did, y'all put me on game. I was asleep on that. Now, here's what I will say with all this being said. I still do think that it's possible for popular mainstream artists in general to see what different genres are maybe specifically or different cultural sects are, let's say, popping right now and mm-hmm. to dip within there and to exploit those. And I don't think that that is necessarily, I don't think that's genre specific necessarily, mm-hmm. but would you view that in a similar way as far as exploitation is concerned? So just the idea of art, any creative creatives or artists dabbling into other successful Let's say Kanye West is super popular as a hip hop artist. Uh, then he sees that, oh man, these guys are really popping over here doing this disco infused, I don't know, Punjabi music over here. And then that's what he starts doing. And then he becomes popular because it, because, you know, like. Because becomes more popular by, like, because off of that. He dives into a different subsect, uh, right? You know what I mean? Uh, like, I think there might be a conversation yeah, there I think, I, to some degree. So, my idea behind it is if somebody's doing this country music, then they, they have had to have had some kind of early influence in their life versus just, oh, I think I'm going to just jump out the window and start doing country music because it's popular. Right. Hip-hop, like people do the same thing with hip-hop. They'll start out in one genre and, and hop over in the hip-hop bus and then go back to where they was at, trying to bring it back full circle. But um, now I, I think if, if you just do something based off it being what's popping right now, then that's... That's what that culture is. Culture vulture vibes mm-hmm. to yeah. me. No, I just, you know, because I don't want anyone to 
all of a sudden jump off. They take a little of this element of hip hop and they act, act like they created them. That's the only part that would get yeah, me yeah. to yeah. where if, you know, they do this and then they're like, oh, no, I've never heard that music. You know what right, I'm saying? Like they right. act like they created something new, which has happened so many times in the past. Right. Yeah, we've like, seen that a lot. Yeah. I mean, just like, the, you know, just the whole concept of it was like, oh, someone's doing a cover. Like literally it's to cover up because that's what they used to do with, you know, like the Pat Boone situation. Mm-hmm. Well, Tracy like, Chapman just won a uh, CMA. Yeah, because she won for Songwriter of the Year. Songwriter because, of the Year based off a of country music cover. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah. That's yeah. dope. That's dope. You know, but you know, the original idea of covering something was to basically, okay, we got Pat Boone to do this and he's going to cover the um, Little Richard version so mm-hmm. we don't have to worry. So our, you know, the white kids who are going to buy records don't have to worry about buying it from him. We'll yep. get it from Pat Boone. Yep. You know, so man, it's, it's hard because like you know, when, you, when you know the history of things and like why they call things a certain thing, you know. Now everyone understands. Oh, it's not a problem. They did a cover of my record, but it mm-hmm. used to be to literally erase the original artist. You just made, you just made me think about Dream Girls. Yeah, when they they were all sitting on the couch, Jennifer Hudson, Beyonce, I cannot name the other young lady's name, but they were sitting on the couch, and their record pops up, and somebody else is singing it. Yeah, doing a cover. Yeah, Anika, right. It's Anika Noni Rose. That was it. Yes, that's her name. Yes, but you know, I mean, like, they, I mean, they probably got a piece of from there, but like when. Uh, even in the five heartbeats, yeah, they had the guys come, the five horsemen come in and re-sing their song. Mm-hmm. You know, that was corny too when they did the remake. The I mean, but that's how that's basically what I mean, happened. You remember, you remember when they presented them with the album cover and had the white family on the beach. That's, yeah. Motown used to do that. Yeah, yeah. Motown. Yeah, they, they never put pictures of their artists on. You know, because it was like, oh, if if we put black faces on it, we'll only get black people to buy it. Yeah. But you that, see but, the video where they they seen uh what the, how do fo- foes fall in love? Oh, dude? Frankie Lyman. Frankie, Frankie Lyman. Lyman. You see yeah. the video where he came out and performed, and they didn't know it was a black guy. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. They, you, not, everybody was looking is, at him all crazy. When they pan into the crowd, like, everybody is just shocked. Nobody's like, moving. Yeah, nobody wants to be caught. You know, clapping, clapping and enjoying. For it. No. Yeah. And everybody in the audience loved that record prior to seeing mm-hmm. him come out. Yep. Man, it was a wild time back then. Yeah, seems normal. For the time. Yeah. yeah. Definitely for the time. That's yeah. what they be talking about when they say make America great again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They go back. <laughs> Let me enjoy. <laughs> go back to that. Let me enjoy these black artists that, <laughs> I, that I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Making this mysterious music. Yeah. <laughs> these, these race records. <laughs> race records. Man, you, hey, that's game. Jay Moore with the cover. I, you, you, your third eye was open on the cover. I mean, like that's the thing that's, when you really start looking into why we say the things we do. Sound real and when woke. You when realize you it's there is a a racial connotation to so many things that are just threaded into American. Like everything. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of hard to escape. So they hate when you say it's the American way, when it's literally what built this country. <laughs> that's tough. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Talk to everybody going to have these hard conversations next week at their Thanksgiving uh, table. <laughs> Make America great again. I don't want no turkey. <laughs> so, so the pressed meat you got on this table. I have no idea what this is a reference to. Booty noodles. <laughs> you said a pressed turkey? Oppressed yes. meat. <laughs> oh, oppressed. I thought oppressed. you said pressed. I was like, nah. what is pressed turkey? Nah, oppressed meat. Oppressed meat. <laughs> oppressed is definitely better. Yeah. <laughs> I bet movies. not hear anybody be. I bet not here be celebrating this white man holiday. Yeah, <laughs> I bet not be around anybody on and y'all loving the, the scraps they used to give us, and y'all still eat. Uh huh. Hey man, you know how many Native Americans we had to kill to have this holiday? Yeah. 
Is that too dark? Yeah, probably. Yeah. I mean, hey, sometimes mm, the truth hurts. That's twin. right. You know, and you go, you going out shopping on Black Friday. You know what that is. Man, that story is wild and untrue. <laughs> yeah. Whatever Hotep came up with that. And the thing is, there were people, there were people who should know better. Who should were like reposting better. that they story. Was, man, they was living off of that for a minute. Every year. Did I miss that about? one? Just, just wait till next week. Okay. Somebody's going to post it. Yeah. And, so, and think it's gospel. So there, there's a there's a Hotep. About Black Friday? The Black Friday, that's the day that, like, the slaves were half off. Yeah. It's, it's like, dog, first really? of all. Really? Yeah, it's absolutely not okay, the Okay, first of all, and I hate to, like, we're going to go deep. It was after the harvest, so you're not going to, you know, so we're not going to do yeah. that. Second of all, it's about, that's when money. most major corporations finally find themselves in the black because exactly. of all the money has been spent. Instead of being in the red. The red, yeah. So now they're finally kind of breaking even and starting to see that profit. That's what Black Friday is about. It's not about... Uh, so how do you know that slave owners didn't have the same type of economical things going on? That's Man. that's where that's that's where it came from. Really? Where people were like, "Yeah, you know what? I know what Black Friday is really about." Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, well, you learn something every day. Look, now I, I know. I can't wait to see this because Look, it's going to pop up on my timeline. I was I just joking one time where I said, "You know, um, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer is actually about the black athlete in America." He is. Because basically, before you know, it's until, about Jackie Robinson. And yeah, until de- oh until God, until man. deemed useful, things that are not of the norm are seen as something that we should shun. And so, as soon as Rudolph, as soon as as soon as they couldn't see their way on Christmas night, hey, here, hey, Rudolph, come over. We'll let you play some reindeer games. And that's how you Negroes have been much through this time in America, mm. coming over just not playing the ben playing the white man's reindeer games. <laughs> I don't know. Come on, Some Hank. Folks out there talking about cut the check. <laughs> no. I feel like you just, there's a sector of America that you just pissed off. So we'll see how that goes okay, in the comments, Yeah, brother. yeah, yeah. yeah you know, people take stuff you start as gospel, it, man. You start breaking it down, and then it's like, man. That Rudolph is going to bother somebody. That's, really? that's going to bother somebody. Yeah, I mean, I'm telling you. I'm telling yeah. you. You, you line that up with how there wasn't no black players in the SEC up until 1968. Somebody is going to I'm see. I'm telling you. Somebody's going to see you at coaches and be like, Look at Jay Moore up there playing the reindeer game <laughs> with the white DJ behind him. <laughs> Tell Bruh. me, some of y'all just playing the reindeer games. You don't even know it mm-hmm. until they call your Rudolph ass up somewhere. Matter of fact, me, you, and Terry, people might say we're playing the reindeer games because Lone is on the show. You they might say we playing far. the reindeer. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. But maybe you are. <laughs> <laughs> Why else would I wear this hat? <laughs> <laughs> Because it's Christmas time and uh, what's Ralphie about to kick your ass? I got that him. damn hat on. Maybe. <laughs> this is foreshadowing. Oh my God. That's man. right. Rudolph, they ain't had no time for Rudolph. He was off with, you know, with the other misfit individuals. Like, See, now you like got the, it. the elf. You know what I'm saying? You know what the elf? You know what his problem was? He didn't want to accept what society was going to give him and say that he had to make toys. He wanted to be a dentist. He wanted better Couldn't for himself. Couldn't be no dentist life. with them ears. Yeah, I'm just saying. <laughs> Yeah, and they, there's probably somebody who's like, "Oh, how dare you want to be a dentist with that black skin?" See, that's you got to understand these things all tie together. So the elves are black now. I, shh, come on, just standard workers, <laughs> part of the cogs that drive this capitalist machine, and he uh, decided he wants to do something different. Uh, oh, yeah, you got to understand the these elves, are all so. allegories to the civil rights I, movement. I mean, it is. If we're talking about specifically the Christmas stories, but then we cross over universes into Lord of the Rings. It is very interesting how the white elves are different from the black orcs and how they demonstrate those in the dark and the light. I mean, uh, 
Hey. Hey. Notice how the orcs are born from slop. Mmm. He might be preaching, Jay Moore. He I might ain't going, man. I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to have to run this series for me. Uh, interrupt him when he's flowing yeah. straight you from the survival I'm, scrolls. I'm, you know I'm what? I, Terry made a good point. I love the me. Lord of the Rings. You are not, about, not about to mess to up the Lord of the Rings. Uh, no, because when I brought up, you know, when we did this with Ninja Turtles, you'd be like, oh, man. Nah, man. Because you got to remember, oh, Willie Baggins, man. There was a black hobbit. Willie Baggins. And his name was Willie. Yes. You ain't seen the story of Willie Baggins? They call him Willie Dynamite. No, that's not him. <laughs> look up, look up the Black Hobbit. Yeah, I, I'm familiar. Look, yeah. you got to understand, they do a lot of things on the low. Not even on the low. Remember the show Silverhawks back in the day? There yeah, was one that black, was a good one. Yeah, you know, there was one black Silverhawk. You know what his name was? Hot Wing. See. Mm. Now that I'm, I'm with you on that. Yeah. Now that's woke. I'm with you on Are that. You Hot Wing. That was that that reference woke. to that chicken. Was a joke. <laughs> that wasn't woke. That was no. a joke. Nah, now nah, what, what was crazy? Tricks. What was crazy was was the uh, the crows on uh, Dumbo. Dumbo. Yeah. Now that, sir. Yeah, that was one of it's unacceptable. One of his name was actually Jim Crow. I said, yeah, hey, this yeah. Look, yeah. And like you know, and they they tried to do the real affected mm-hmm. like Africa. They'd be like, "Well, I beat a scene about everything <laughs> till I see an elephant fly." And these are all Woo! white guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, bro, hey, shucking and jiving, shucking it. I be done seen. Be done seen about everything. Jay Moore, mm-hmm. you're actually check it out on Disney Plus. White mm-hmm. people can say everything too. I don't think no. it's on there no more. Sorry, man. don't know it's on there. No, Is it's it? still on there. Mm-hmm. Song of the South ain't on. I there. know. It's like you let Song of the South like you be like, oh, we ashamed of this one. I'm like, what about all this other stuff? You yeah. should be ashamed. Keep of, the crows though. Keep, keep the keep that. the crows. Keep the uh, hey Jimmy. Yeah, you keep, see that elephant down there? Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I bet he can fly. <laughs> Yo. Same thing they did with Transformers. They tried to do a, a new version of them damn crows from Dumbo mm-hmm. yeah. I used to on that Transformer movie. Dumbo. Dumbo's a classic cartoon. When I used to go to my grandmother's house. She used to put that movie on for me. I used to watch that. It's a classic cartoon. Yeah. Classic yeah. Disney film. And yeah, until you get into I always thought it. the crows were black. <laughs> did you? Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's what they were but, going for. But, but that, they did a good job. But Why that, you but, say did you like But that? the thing is, that's how that's how Hollywood worked then. What kind of like, minstrel show is going on exactly. here? Exactly. It's like, hmm, we're going to do this real racial part of the animated movie but let's let's just hire white guys to do if the you black wanna, voices we've talked about this in the past but the disrespectful 50s those cartoons in the 60s like the 60s what, what was uh, that era go back the, earlier than that it's earlier like than that 40s 40s 50s 40s where the way they would portray Man. like Japanese people oh during my god war. bro but even when you get to the 70s even the movies with, even, with even the, the Aristocats yeah. there's Aristocats. a Siamese cat and at one point like a, Come on, a symbol falls on his yeah, head yeah. and they're singing a song and when they get over to the cat who's on some Asian stuff chun, 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 exactly chun, chun. Go, ching, chung, chung, ching, ching. I was like this is wild I love the Aristocrats too. I bet you did. Yeah. Aristocats, I'm sorry. I loved that as a kid. We you were conditioned. Supposed. Yeah. Was I conditioned? Even your conditioning didn't know that it was conditioned. Mm. So Dr. Umar was cooking on Art of Dialogue. Okay. Actually made a good point. Did he? Uh, yeah, he did. You know, I, I, I fool with Dr. Umar when he is when he's in his bag and he's making sense. He'll veer, he'll veer off the path a little bit. He'll circle back home. You don't mess around and say the wrong word about the Prince of Pan-Africanism. Yeah, and he makes sure to, that y'all know that and that he's uh, kin to Frederick Douglass. He's going to make sure that you say that in every interview. But he brought up a good point when he said, why is it that during the celebration of the uh, hip-hop's 50th anniversary, there are no uh, conversations about how detrimental 
hip hop music has been to black culture and the ramifications that have come from it, the negative influence over the past 50 years. He said that everything is positive from a celebratory standpoint, all these big concerts, shows, but there's been no dialogues, no forums mm-hmm. about things on the opposite side, hip hop's influence over the past 50 years. Because that's not what you do with somebody on their birthday. That doesn't mean we can't talk about it, though. I mean, but just just imagine if it was my 50th birthday and there was <laughs> somebody that came up and be like, remember that one time you stole the Jello from, uh, remember that remember <laughs> from the time? Mike, from remember MCL? That time, remember, yeah. yeah, from MCL. Remember that time you went to, went to jail for, like, don't bring that up on my birthday. Yeah, <laughs> and plus we have had these conversations because you know, like part of you seen forums forums about this. I, I feel like part of you know all these documentaries. Every they don't just gloss over and say everything's been all good. You know, th- look, even in the documentary that we were not credited for in the, the ladies' first situation. Which one? The first one? Oh, sorry, oh, it was yeah, two. Yeah. Sorry. Um, you know, they don't. They still don't shy away from the misogyny and some and some of the hurtful ways in which men have treated women, not only in the industry but through the actual art. I think that we've had had those discussions. I think Doctor, we're just not going to get it. You know, why am I going during hip hop's 50th anniversary going to gather a bunch of people into a room and say this is why hip hop stinks and this is all the things we've done wrong? I, why would I even go to that? I'm here to celebrate this culture and I understand it's not perfect. And Make it better. To make it better. To make it better is a good argument. But at the same time, like, we've had these, I feel like we've had these conversations during the course of this 50-year celebration. Maybe it's just because Dr. Umar has not been at center of them. And maybe they have, they didn't call him and tell so he could say so, these things. But I feel like we've had these conversations. I think Dr. Umar is coming from the standpoint of the heavy dialogue panel type discussions. It could be pros and cons of hip hop or whatever. But I'm sure these he, are happening on college campuses around the whole United States. Uh, could be. Yeah, we've had be. conversations about it. On I mean, the we show. have, but you know. So I don't. I don't think it stops at us, though. We've had those conversations. Yeah. He actually also mentioned that rappers who are of age now have become older, live in gated communities. The kids go to private schools. As they should. And they still rap about the things that they came from, yet they've moved out of the situation that they came from. Now, contradictory that is. No, it's not. We've had that conversation, too, because it it goes back to you don't say that about. He really was standing on that one. You don't say that about people that write movies. People, these rich people that write these movies about mm-hmm. crime and, and all this, that, and the other, you don't say that to them Is every while they person- live in their gated communities, but I can't keep telling you my story behind my gates. Nobody does, that, does everybody that writes a movie about crime come from crime? I wouldn't say so. Well, they can say it was part of their influence. Like, Martin Scorsese has done how many movies about the mob? Oh, man. And no one yeah. says, no one, no one, now he's done other movies since then, but no one says, oh, geez, another mob story. Right. Sure you they know. do. <laughs> you know, so it's no, no, just, they, they applaud it. They can't wait for another yeah. one. Yeah. In fact, they get mad at cares about when, you know, he uh, he does something <laughs> that is not mob related or something involved crime. Yeah. You know, I don't think it's a one of one comparison. I don't think, think so. I don't think it's that. Well, it's not a one of one, but it is very similar. It's, it's from the same vein, because if, if I'm talking about what I've been through, mm-hmm. I'm not if I'm talking about it in the past tense, not saying that I'm still doing this stuff. I'm still literally telling my story. Right, uh, I think a better comparison would be another music genre as opposed to movies. Okay, so let's talk about since we've been talking about country, people are upset because the wife and dog left. Mm-hmm. How many wives and dogs have left them? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think situationally. I think the wife and the dog can leave even if you've had a pretty good life. And how many bottles of whiskey and beer can I drink? If you're already an alcoholic, it stays with you for life. But what if I live in a gated community? I don't get to do this stuff anymore? You can still do it. 
but you still talk about it, right? Yeah. Which is your argument, right? Yeah. Yeah. But I got lost in the metaphors. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I like where he was going with the conversation. You can have it, right? I'm not saying rain on the parade. He didn't come off like that, but he just found it odd that there have not been that many discussions. I mean, this is Dr. Umar, though. So he was just being extra. I mean, he he says things to get a rise. He wants to get a rise. There has to be somebody that is con- content- just always miserable that has to outline these things. I, I, I honestly don't even mean that in a negative way. No, I see where you're going. But I it's just like somebody that's going to always highlight the detriment of mm-hmm. what's going on everywhere. And that's just his role. That's what he does. And I, I wouldn't expect anything different from him. Um, so, I mean, I think the, I'm sure he cares very much about what I have <laughs> he to should say. Make, with his he hat. should maybe make a class at his school. Yeah. That, about this. Yeah, his school. That people come check out. Yeah, um, but <laughs> I don't know. I I I think there. I think it's a valid conversation. That's that's but all I'm the, saying. But it can be talked about. But at the same time, I I think I gotta agree with Side Jay. With Jay Moore. Like we're not gonna. This isn't the greatest hits of all the bad things that happened on your birthday. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, and you know we are a part of hip hop culture, right? And we talk about this stuff every week. We do. You know what I mean? And there are other people that talk about it every week. It's mm-hmm. not like it goes away. It's a constant thing. Whenever something happens, we talk about it further. Um, I, I think you can do both. I think you can talk about the great things and also talk, you know, highlight the negative things when they occur, but you don't want to dwell on them at the same time. Especially not on my birthday. You know, I mean, exactly. <laughs> I want my cake. I want my cake. Yeah, I like cake. So, and ice you know, cream. I like both. But it's one of those things. I think, you know, I think there's some validity to what he's saying, but at the same time, I think maybe tie, maybe tie, yeah. tying it into the 50th, 50th, celebra- yeah. 50th anniversary conversation maybe is the part. That's it's the like, part that's not adding up. It's like he's he's running with the well, maybe he's not running with the idea that, that, the, that it's not happening. I think what he wants, based upon what you have said, is he wants intentionality behind these things. Like yep. where, yes, we have these hip hop celebrations, these concerts, these tours. Where is the intentionality in hip hop that is going behind and saying, all right, cool, here are also the negative effects. Let's do a recap yeah, and let's yeah. let's do and let's see if we can figure, figure out how to figure out these this. things. Right. I don't necessarily think there's anything wrong with that at all. To be honest, I just that's what I don't I, think uh, that I don't. But think that's that, honestly I don't, what I, think, I took. From I don't think that one constitutes like I don't think you make that argument against each other like that. No, but I don't. I don't think it's it's not happening already though. Candace Owens had a host, and I I don't agree with her a lot of times. I mean, everything she said about that situation, I was clapping my hands. I mean, you know, broken clock is right twice a day. Mm-hmm. There you go. That was one of those days. And it was definitely one of those days because I mean, these conversations are being had. It's just not why. Like Jay said, on the 50th birthday or something, why should that be the only thing that we're talking about? We're pointing the stuff out as it comes out. Yeah, and the thing is... I like Willow. Hip-hop, since its inception, has always been criticized loudly Mm -hmm. by people in halls of power who have no actual care about the people who in the culture that it comes from. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like I said, with... From people within in the culture who may have grown up and now they see things differently. Shout to D one, you know, who has been very you know vocal uh, uh, lately and and has made a lot of sense. And I'm glad. Like it, I'm always happy with somebody from inside the culture who has certain criticism because it does come from a place of love, you know. Right. I, I even though I I talked about this how like C. Dolores Tucker, Reverend Calvin Butts, yeah, we're both very <laughs> critical of hip hop, but. Yeah. It came, it, you know, like I said, it, it came from a different place where was what they said wrong, but it didn't come from. I didn't come from the place of love that I would like to. Have seen That's it come the from. Candace Owens effect. 
She's not coming from a place of love. Yeah. On oh, this particular instance, she was. I, I think I have from, to, I'm still, I, I have watched to agree it. with Terry because it, like, really? I watched it. There is something in this one case because, like, because we I don't talk think about she it. ever does. I, we, because I we're, think she's a 100% grifter. I think all the time. right here we were talking about a child. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, with her, she has these other criticisms specifically. But she doesn't of care black about children. She doesn't care about. Hey. Lo, and I think this was this a one off. I only, I only like kids. This particular, so but I think this segment was a was coming from a good place. I think mm-hmm. this is a one-off, bro. I, like really, I, said, I don't think so. Broke, and I haven't even seen it. Um, because she's never right. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I forget what I was even saying. But I'm just saying, yeah. like, with hip-hop, I mean, there... <clears throat> no, I know what I'm saying now. Because hip-hop has always been so open for criticism from the mainstream media, from the media within hip-hop, you know, from feminist media. Everything has always been something to try to tear down hip-hop not even tear down, but just criticize and sometimes give criticism. And once I said, again, comes from a place of love. So during the 50th anniversary, look, can we just honestly, can we take a break and just celebrate the good things and the way it's brought us all together? Yeah. You know, mm, no. considering, considering all 50 years leading up to it, there's been something that happened to where there was somebody who decided they were going to make a name for themselves being critical of hip hop or creating, whether it be the respectability politics of the eighties, the anti-gangster, you know, ism, if you will, of the 90s, you know, the part where it's like we were complaining about the misogyny in the 2000s, you know, when BET and Cut comes along. Once again, we have a timeline of criticism for hip hop. For every single thing in the entire existence of the world is like that as well, too. I don't think it gets excluded. Well, I mean, but at the same time, I completely understand why people want to, uh, you know, once the July 4th comes around, I understand why people want to be critical of America because it's like we didn't get here with just clean hands. It's a hands. good time. It's a good time to talk about it, I think, mm. is for, for a lot of people. Because, I mean, let's be real. We are a, a people, and I don't just mean Americans, but I just mean in general, we're, we're a modern people that the stuff that we talk about now that takes our attention is what's right in front of our face because there's just so much information all the time. So it's like, okay, hip hop's 50th. This is a time for me to, I, I have a little bit of spotlight to talk about whatever I want to talk about on this particular instance, whatever this is, but that's kind of how it is with everything, everything, everything right now, no matter what, like, sure. We may not have any different feelings towards Kanye West than what we had the last time we talked about him, but we haven't talked about him at all because he hasn't come up in the news. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I mean? Right. If he comes up in the news and it's something supremely relevant to what we're talking about, then we're going to bring that back. But we're not talking about it because it's not something to talk about because there's so many other things to talk about. I'm just making a side point. I, I agree with what you guys are saying, except for the Candace Owens things. I don't think she's ever. <laughs> I don't think she's a good actor in anything. Good actor. Yeah, she's a grifter. There's an angle. Oh, no. Where there's, she, a, there's an angle. There's an angle. No, That's all I'm saying. I mean, she, if she, I if I study a, this, there's, there's an always angle. an angle. There's, there's an angle. always an angle. There's always there's an angle. Always an angle. But I was going. I, I, I had to give her a flower. I, know, I, I gave her a flower. I, on no, there, I know there's an angle because once again, this is one thing, and I've, Candace Owens has been a, a part of public discussion for a couple of decades now. Maybe not that long. I don't know. It seems like you've been around for way too long, but. Not that long. <laughs> About five years. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's it's yeah. longer than that, ain't it? No, it's longer. Yeah, but it's I, longer than that. Ain't it? Not really. Candace Owens. Yeah, it got to be longer than five years long. No, five years has done gone. Five years since is, since like Trump. Maybe, five, a, no, maybe no, a decade. I remember Candace Owens talking crazy before Trump even showed up on the scene. Yeah, it got to be longer. I'm than gonna five, have to Google bro. this because she hasn't been relevant until the I mean, who, recently. Once again, relevant is different. You know, Tammy Lahren at one time was relevant. Around the same time, though. Yeah. I'm gonna say over five long. And plus, it's, it's, it's definitely five, over five. five. It's definitely plus, over you five. can always yeah, yeah. you can uh, you know the, it's one of the but, quickest yeah. ways to to get into some sort of media space now is if you're a black person willing to talk bad about black people. There you go. Yep. See Jason Woodlock. 
Hold on. Did Stacey you see, Dash oh, tried it. She tried, yeah, because yeah. she was like, hmm, you know what? I have to get behind about 50 other people if yeah. I want to be. Let me go ahead and start. Uh, I'll be uh, one of the Republican spokespeople. There you and go. I'll be able to get on and people will talk about me. And then, like, once they had no more use for her, we haven't heard from Stacey Dash since. Ain't heard from her since. That's facts. Not until she said she didn't know that DMX had passed with well, her dumb ass. Yeah. That was stupid, wasn't it? Yeah, real stupid. That was stupid. But, right. you know. She was born in 1989, so it hasn't. She's a Swifty. Yeah. <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah, yeah I see what yeah, you so did. I mean, it you says know, 2018, but I remember her I remember before, her that, before but I, that. But but then again, I pay more attention than most people do. But also, I would agree. yeah. But also, it's like I, you know, I also remember seeing an uh, interview because, like, she always, you know, was on the other side of, you know, oh no, uh, affirmative action. That that is bad. It's bad. But then, like, when she needed some help, you know, you can go into her history. Like she, and she voted for President Obama, I believe, twice. You know, but like, yeah. it was no money. On that side, it was Trump era. After Trump era, no yeah. money on that side. All this stuff, the the story about Cam. Shout out to Tim Scott who who, who rented a white woman for absolutely no reason. <laughs> yeah, to only drop out. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, well, I don't you need, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Let's stay on Tim Scott because. Uh, <laughs> okay. Thanks to our partners. Dr. Coleman of Coleman Dental is our go-to dentist. He's a longtime Indianapolis arts and music supporter located right in Broad Ripple. Printfinity is a screen printing shop based in Indianapolis, owned and operated by our own DJ Jay Diff. Our good friends at Indie CD and Vinyl operate one of the best record stores in North America. Shop new and used in their site or visit them in person. And the best way to support the new old heads is to visit our Patreon and become a member for as little as three bucks a month. All details on newoldheads.com. Well, we're back at the new old heads, and we appreciate you being back at the new old heads and living here with us. It's <laughs> <laughs> the old timey radio voice. Yeah, like, yeah, so what that was? Let's make, oh, uh, make sure you drink your Oval Tea. He's fitting the whole description of Christmas story, man. I'm telling you, hundred percent, bro. Sitting there it. with your little, uh, what was it, the, the Dick Tracy little decoder pen? Not Dick Tracy. Who was it? Little Cap- Orphan Andy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Captain Midnight. My decoder pen. <laughs> Drink routine. Let's go to check. Let's go check the checklist route. I want to try the checklist route. Follow me on this one. What would be the ultimate checklist if you're building a successful hip hop artist in 2023? What are some of the elements that you need to be a successful artist in 2023? If we were building a checklist, inability to read. Come on, man. Lack of knowledge of uh, current events. Come on, man. Um, good ear for music. <laughs> you gotta give me five. Come on, man. I need five. Following on Instagram and TikTok. Yeah. Okay, I'll take that. That's I'll take that. And um, we got to come up with five criminal record. <laughs> there we go. We got five. You don't need a criminal record, but you need to be able to be portray yourself as having a criminal mm-hmm. record. You know what? That actually might. Yeah, I, I wasn't I, being facetious I, when I said these. You, things. I know you were serious. I, serious. I, I like yeah. Terry's though. Terry said Twitter. What'd you say? Instagram and it, TikTok following. Just need a following. Okay, yeah. so that out of, if we were to do five. Following on social media would be number one, right? Yeah, you have to call yourself an influencer. Call we yourself? Don't have to. You don't have you don't to. Think but, you don't have to but do it that? Would be, it would help. It would help. Calling yourself an influencer, you think that's a necessity? No, no it's not just, necessarily it's just a necessity. Being, it's just being one. Just but being it, one. But it okay. would help. So the social media following, being an influencer, we'll, we'll call it. Those are the first two. We got three slots left on the checklist for what we think a successful artist would be in 2023. I like the first two because I think these are being likable, being generally likable and or um, messy. So so the com- the, mm. the, the mm. controversial. So it's it's the ability to be able to either have a lot of people to like you 
and hate you at the same time. Mm. Polarizing. Polarizing. Thank you for the word. Yes. Polarizing. You have to be polarizing. Krishan Rock. Y'all see what she did lately? I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm it, just saying. It kind of has know. something to do with that. I'm sure it does. That's why. So, yeah. for some odd reason, uh, what's the Braxton girl? Tamar. Tamar invited Krishan Rock to her concert. Krishan Rock acted a fool and hit somebody in the face or something like that because she didn't get to open or perform at the Tamar Braxton concert. She, she's a performer? I just thought she was somebody's baby mom. Man, listen. I, I don't thought- understand why everybody thinks that they're supposed to be an artist. So I think that's a, a n- number four would be delusion. Yeah. Yeah. Number four is delusion. Delusion. Yeah. Why do you say, why do you you say delusion? You have to have a, a certain level of delusion that you actually matter. Yeah. Oh, so in your mind, nobody can tell you that you don't matter. Exactly. Okay. Okay. And that, that that's where we cue in Krishan Rock. Because, you know. Because she, she really thinks she out here getting it. She was, she had a little little segment afterwards talking about I've already had one hit and I'm gonna just keep hitting them with more hits and more hits and more hits yeah, that's delusion I'm like for real that is delusion this is where we at yes so social media fo- from Baltimore too shout out to the wire <laughs> Baltimore that is how they talk social Not media quite, fo- but it's close <laughs> social media following I'm the worst at every accent <laughs> like my British accent sound like Australian so you know <laughs> Social media following, being an influencer, you have to be polarizing. You have to be delusional to some extent. There's one slot left. I feel like we're missing one. Are we? Is, I mean, big social media. I think that's a big one, Long. Big social media and influencer are the same thing. That's, okay, that's the same thing. All right. Okay, so we need uh, we need two more. Yeah, because I, I I like you. Uh, we'll, we'll group those in. Big social media following slash influence delusion delusion well, polarizing and polarizing. So there's three. There's uh, messy. Two, I think to the messy point, I think it would probably be just a messy is successful. Yeah, but not everybody that is successful is messy. Just a lot uh, of the people the hype are. Beast. It's similar to the hype beast is what I'm thinking. It's it's like having the. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. It's just like just not caring. But that goes into the delusion. You know what I mean? Because if you're delusional, you don't care what no what yeah. anybody says. Yeah. So I, I, it, any type of musical acumen at all is not relevant. Um, no, that that's not that's the last thing that's on the book. That would be the last thing required. Musical knowledge, nah. acumen. We you don't need that. I don't even know if it's that many things. Maybe it's only like three or four things. I, I threw out five just for like just normal checklist type stuff. But we have. Three great ones with the social media slash influencer polarizing and delusional. I don't know. Somewhere in there, like the want to be famous, is that is that different or is that the kind of the same? I think that is that the social media thing kind of goes that with the it. social media because that's that's how it usually starts. Mm-hmm. Is I'm trying to be very popular. I want people to like me. I want mm-hmm. people to follow me. Mm-hmm. And then that turns into I feel like I can rap. Yep. And for some reason, everybody always leans leans towards rapping. Yes. It'd be trash as hell. Yep. And they still think they're making hits. Yeah, I think I think that's that is mixed with delusion as well. Mm-hmm. Delusion is we a got, big, big one. We got three strong we got three strong ones that I think that we all agree and on. I, and I think probably the, the, the one is just network. Personality. Oh, that was the other or one. Or lack thereof. I don't look. Know. You got to have the look, guys. The look. I like the, the look. look. I like look. Yeah. We'll put look on there. Yeah, that. the look. We li- I like look. Because that kind of goes into the polarization, what mm-hmm. you just said. Yeah, yeah. I, li- I like look. So social media following, you know, slash influence, your look, be polarizing, be delusional. And if there was one more we could squeeze in there, um, uh, you know, just just a starter kit that we're thinking. Everything goes back to being delusional. I was about to say, talking about how much 
money you got. Yeah. Well, yeah, that kind of falls into the delusion a little bit. I think bit. maybe the ability to lean into everything. The ability to lean into everything. Like, the ability to lean in the fact of all this even more. Once people come out and are like, nah, this person is trash or this person is whatever, just to be able to like... Embrace that? Embrace it like to the 10th power. Like, just don't care. Yeah, like, not like, care. Like, okay, I'm going to be who okay. you say I am. Yeah, it's like... That's, who a lot, that's, what, that's what works. Wanting to be the villain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because a lot, of pe- a lot of these artists, they hear that. Obviously, they see the comments or, or whatever. Some of them feed, to Lone's point, some of them feed off that. They draw off that. And, well, just, because and they get every- stronger... With more, hate, they want more. you. They want you to talk about them as long as exactly. you're talking about them. They know as long as there's talk, yeah. then then that's okay. You know. So how about this? Maybe we do the fifth one is the ability to clout chase. No, because they think that everybody's clout chasing them. But it what, goes but, back to the delusion. But what? But wouldn't you want to be a clout it's chaser to become more popular? Rashawn Rock literally brought that up when she was talking about somebody trying to get clout off her. Like Tamar Braxton needs clout from Krishan Rock. Oh, I think it's just the ability to lean into it. I think that's just what I, that's what I would that would be my vote is just ability to lean one. into it as without own it. any to own it the ability to own it to mm. own it and just let it be whatever. What you think, Jay? You, you good with the ability to own it for the last one, or is there anything else that Look, you think I, we might we might we may have missed? No, I think you know because we have to. We got a strong four. The, the most, you know person just came out of nowhere and started swinging on everybody when we talk about sexy red. She has just leaned into everything all the way. Anything, any whatever criticism you have of her, she don't care at all. She's just going to be more of that. Yeah, it's like she draws off the energy. She gets stronger with it. Yeah. So it's like a gremlin after midnight. (laughs) So now she's just you know she don't give it water. She's literally just going to be food. Man, they didn't water her. She's getting water. So like now she's just going to be on stage, pregnant, twerking with no shoes on. Like you think anything we have to say is going to stop her? She leans into the criticism. Not she can't wait. Yeah. I think that's the one, Long. Being able to lean into it, embrace. That's like the worst segment ever. Okay. Or no, maybe. I mean only just. Oh, I see. I see what you, you know going. What I mean, yeah, I see like, where you're going. Because you're like, this is all true and it's all depressing. Or you yeah, put it's it. depressing. Haters, they need haters. Mm, well, mm-hmm. haters are a part of it. Yeah. But that's part of the taking the good with the bad and the, I think, and the delusion. Yeah. You know what? You know what? I'm. I don't think we're. I think we actually nailed it. If you go back and look at it, social media look polarizing. Got to be somewhat delusional and be able to lean into any type of criticism, attention that comes with you and embrace it. Sounds like a, a successful kit to me. Sounds just like a celebrity. Sounds nothing like a musician, right? <laughs> it's what I was about to say. No musical talent is needed. Not at all. Isn't that crazy that out of all of this... Shout out to Millie Vanilli. All, all of us <laughs> know in our hearts that the part about the music is not necessary. No, We not. all know that that is not necessary in this kit that we're talking about for the checklist. You don't have to know anything about anything musical at all. And you can be extremely successful in 2023. And it's now granted what you got. Not everybody can accomplish all these five feats. Well, if, if everything lines up, though, you get sexy reds, you get. But you, you got to get all the jewels, man. You got to. If you can get all five of these, <laughs> if you can get all get five all of these uh, stones, these infinity stones, you're good. Look, and, it, and sometimes it just. The name of this segment is the five uh, keys to success yeah, in the music industry. Because think about what's his name. Um, 
kid from New Jersey's in jail right now. Um, New Jersey in jail. That could be, that <laughs> means, you got to narrow it down um, better than that. that. That could be my cousin. Trap queen. Uh, um, what was it? Uh, Fatty Wap. Yeah. Yeah. I guy. You know, that guy. Like, I guy. <laughs> Trap queen had been on, out for almost a year before someone said, hey. Check this out. And then he couldn't. There was a quick moment where Fetty Wap couldn't be stopped. He was as yeah. big as anybody. Oh, he was everywhere. Pop. Facts. He was Facts. everywhere. And now he's, yeah, he's, he's somewhere now. That's Fetty Wap, mom. Yeah, it is. Got this soda. <laughs> he's got a cool voice. I'll give him that. Hey, Fetty Wap, definitely. He had a run, though. He did. He had a run. I ain't going to hold you. He fumbled. And he had a lot of OGs from, he's from New Jersey, correct? Right. We That's just what talked he about had that. said, Mike. He did have said that. But he had some OGs. <laughs> like New Jersey jail. <laughs> you got to narrow it down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he had some OGs come out behind him, man. Tretch and them was behind. Val heard Tretch be like, yeah, man, he, he got it. I think Latifah might have said something. Got it, you got uh, it, man. Man, if you notice anytime anybody from any region comes out and mm-hmm. is gaining any kind of steam or popularity, whoever's from there always say they always got it. Always cosign. Is that bad? Always. Well, yeah, yes. after I've already got is that, joints out. Yeah, you're going to say, yeah. yeah, you got it. Let me ask you guys this, and since you brought that up. Uh, it's a whole nother conversation, but yes. Has, has there ever been an instance where you've seen the opposite? Where somebody comes from a region and there's an OG or somebody that's like... <laughs> I'm good luck, kid. But ah, that ain't it. Look, there. Are, I'm just gonna say, there are times where I see certain artists in Indianapolis bubble a little bit. I'm like, ah, not them. Maybe it's hating. That's okay. Or you could just have your own opinion. Yeah, you can still have your own opinion. But I'm just kind of like, ah, not, not, not that. I don't know if I've. I don't know if I've seen an example of the opposite though on a major platform where somebody says, "Man, well, they're great." Where no, where OG comes out and is like. It ain't for me, but I'm happy for them coming from the area or whatever. It's usually, to y'all point, whenever somebody comes from a region, the OGs are going to be like, yeah, man, that young boy doing his thing, knowing it's the music like everybody trash. from New York then got behind Scarlet. Right. It's good for the local economy. It comes down to capitalism. Yeah. So, but, you know, it's... And you write about that, Terry. Mm-hmm. Uh, she popped she popping up everywhere. OG features. I think it was a bust or somebody else. She getting them features. She getting the looks. She, I mean, can, rap. We'll she we, can rap. Though. I mean, we'll see. She can rap, though. I mean, because remember at one point, everybody was like, oh, yeah, Young M.A. Da, 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 da. True. Like, true. Because once you don't hit, you can't pick up the phone and talk to them same people. Nah. So it's, it's either you capitalize off of us kind of giving give you, you a little push because everybody else is. But after that, everybody will be like, all right, it didn't work yeah, out. Yeah, because the industry, none of these people are your friends. So what y'all are telling me is once that window is closed, but from all the gas that we gave you, it's a wrap. No more features for you. No. <laughs> you can get, be like, hey, Buster. And I was like, why is this phone number doesn't work for <laughs> you? You know what I'm saying? Like, it just, you'll wake up and nobody's asking you to do anything. And I saw Young and May handing out $100 bills yesterday in a video. I oh, word? Young and May was looking kind of crippled. No, I didn't see that. Something happened to her? <laughs> Some did. Like, don't, don't, like don't, don't, don't do that. Know, but did, I did she have World War II crutches? <laughs> She was she was in bad shape. She was riding around in one of them uh, rascals. Yeah, like she had lost a whole bunch of weight. She ain't sick, is she? I don't know. She's drinking, right, yeah. drinking a lot of them Hennessy bottles. That'll do it. Okay. <laughs> Want to do hood rat things with her friends? Dylan. 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 The Dillinger. Would y'all have walked to buy that cheesecake for for Diddy? I don't Across know. That bridge. Pretty Tony's over there. Like, nah, Nicole. I ain't going. In my younger days, if I thought it was going to lead to something, probably I'd have done it. I'm not going to hold you, Terry, and I'm going to speak for my brother here. Sloan and I were in that situation. 
I think we walk. Look, you're talking to somebody who drove all the way to New Orleans once because we thought that there was like a label deal down there for us. Yeah. Slept in a car. You know, yeah. it was like one of those type of things. And I, we were that like, story oh, is really, this, there's awful like, oh, parts this, of that story. I was like, oh, this is not it. Yeah. So, <laughs> but I remember that. But I you know, know, you're young. You don't know any better. You don't know no better. And you're but, adventurous. Yeah, why not? I had never no. been to New Orleans before, or not New Orleans, Louisiana. But we walk, we walking though. I, I think I know me alone walking. Yeah, I probably walk. Okay, going to Junior. Don't mean I'm gonna be happy about it. Enjoy no. that cheesecake. Yeah, Ness got his own cheesecake brand now too. Brilliant flip, brilliant flip of the whole story. He's brilliant for that. Lil Yachty may have gone from zero to hero, and I'm gonna tell you why. Fam is growing up, I guess, or has come full circle. He was a kid. He was a kid, but now he is saying that hip hop is in a terrible place. The state of hip hop right now is at a lot of imitation. So there's a lot of imitation. We hear that all the time. We've heard OGs say that, but I didn't think a little Yachty would be a person that would pop out and say hip hop is in a terrible place. He says it's a lot of it's a lot less risk taking, a lot less originality. People are too safe now. Everyone is so safe. He said, I'd rather take a risk than take an L. Are you guys surprised to hear that coming from Lil Yachty? No. You're not? Why? Mm-mm. Hey, when you get to a I don't care. Whenever you get to reach a certain little maturity mm-hmm. and maybe what you're, and not even about maturity, but sometimes when you, what you're doing isn't super popping, mm-hmm. it's almost like you can step back. And take a look and at it. And start looking at things. So the lens changes. The lens changes. You know, like when he first started being, we were aware of who he was. He was like barely 19, 20. He was a teenager. He was. He was yeah. like Minnesota. Yeah. Yeah. You know, super young. You know, when that song came out and I don't know. You know, I thought he must have had the best representation in the world because he took that song and all of a sudden he was in a Sprite commercial. And he had his own pizza in Walmart. Yeah. Then he had. You he know, was a merch. I mean, he was a part of Nautica's design commercial. team. Axe, Target. You know, yeah. But. You know, he can look back on that era and see, be like, look, y'all may not like what I did, right. but what I did wasn't what everybody else was doing. And that's fine. Because now you can look at it and be like, okay, this person is an imitation of this person, or we're just trying to drive. But we have always had that. There's when, like the people who work at these executive positions in record companies, whichever ones are still left, like they don't ever say, we're going to do something so crazy and so bold. We're going to change the world. No. Right. What they say is like, hey, you see how that worked over there? Do Let's that. do that. And we'll do our version of that, and hopefully it does maybe just a little bit better or close to it. And we're going to do it over and over and over again. Like everybody was at one point, everybody was once Run DMC hit and there was that, you know, people stopped wearing, uh, dressing up like the Soul Sonic Force. And and then everybody tried to do that. What if I what if I told you at one point, everybody wanted to uh, flip samples. Soul samples when they heard what the blueprint was. Like remember when Jay Z said trying to make the blueprint two before Hove. There are a couple albums that are basically, hey, did you like the blueprint? Look what we got over here. And one of my one of the albums I really like. I'm not look. I'll just keep it real. Az's Asiatic came out. It came out what two months? A month later. All I know is I listened to that. I was like, okay, this is these. I feel like this is these are beats that should have could or could have be on the blueprint too. Asiatic was fire. Yeah, and that's part of the reason I liked it so much. Yeah, but. At one point, that when everybody kind of at one point they had abandoned sampling, or at least such obvious sampling. Then the Blueprint Two came out, and it was it was there was a change there. And you can look at almost any era of hip hop when people start wearing gold medallions. I mean, the black medallions instead of gold, and switched on to wearing more dashikis and trying to be all earthy and looking like a trial called Quest on that first album. They kind of switched up once they got to the second one. Yeah, you know, that first album they was dressing really weird. Boy, they were they was on a hobo. 
Yeah. 100%. El Segundo. Big old floppy hats and yeah. stuff. But yeah, people always follow trends. Like, this has never been an industry where you talk about when people who are hitting, trying to hit certain metrics, they're not just in it for the creativity. It's always been an industry that is a copy and paste. So, Terry. Because it's, it's safe. Yeah. Terry, if I told you that Lil Yachty saying this is going to hit different to that, you say what? Or is this just another comment that'll be blowing it away? I'm talking different from Exhibit saying it or well, I mean, one of the OGs saying it because that's going to be sold as all oh, the old rappers are complaining again. You can't use that argue, argument when Yachty says No, because Yachty's 26 and the yeah, rappers, 26. That's what old. I'm saying. So does that hit different? To whom? Uh, that's what I was wondering. Just, to who, just who, the, who I'm exactly just thinking the masses. I'm are thinking you talking about the only difference people. is that he's I didn't want to say people. <laughs> I didn't want to say people. The only difference is that he's young yeah. and and he's uh he's peers with these people that he's talking about. Right, right. But I mean, it's because he's taking chances, and he may he may be feeling himself a little bit more now too. Because I mean, he's done songs with J Cole. Mm-hmm. He's helped Drake with his last album mm-hmm. by being one of the producers in the room. Or he got praise ARs, from Questlove. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, so he he's feeling himself more from an artistic point of view versus just somebody that's new to the game and wants to make records. Uh, just to have fun. Just to have fun, and you know, be youthful and fun with it. Now he's he's kind of on this his uh Tyler the Creator because when Tyler mm. the Creator first came out, he was more so wanting to have fun, and yeah, right. and I'm here, we here, uh, you know what I'm saying? He evolved into the artist that he is today, and he talks the same thing pretty much about wanting to evolve and constantly get better, and he he plays instruments and stuff for people that didn't even know. Gotcha. He produ- he does his own production Tyler. too. Yeah, but um, I think it's just a matter of growth. I'm just happy. I'm just happy. Not that he's coming out and saying this. I'm just happy that he is growing. You know, I, I feel like that's cool. It's that, cool. It's cool to see him grow as an artist and to make the 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 attempt at his last project as he did. He wasn't safe with it. You know, he tried something new. Um, and I think he did a good job for what he was trying to do. Right. Yeah. I don't know if it. I don't know if it really. Hits, quote unquote, diff- hits different. Hits different. I mean, it's just kind of like what Jay says. I mean, everybody just tries to do what, what works. Mm-hmm. It just it goes back to the capitalism argument. So. Okay. All right. Well, I, that's why that's why art fueled in capitalism is not good because it's safe. It's just safe. There's nothing daring about There's it. There's nothing Drake daring is because the you can't. Artist out because there. you can't. Max. He is. He is because Max. you can't stray from what works. Otherwise, you might lose a little bit of money. Even if you have a bazillion, bazillions of m- monies, it doesn't matter. Like, you can't lose the, the money. Monies. You can have all of them. There's a lot. If of, you lose a little of them, a little bit of the monies, then. There's a lot at risk. You want nine bazillions, not three. Right. Three, sta- three stacks, <laughs> flute album. Do we like it? Are we excited? We don't know yet. Do we believe it? I'm, what do you mean? I'm hearing. He posted it, right? Yeah. Did he post it? Yes, I didn't he see did. That All right, fair enough. Then it's real. Then I thought this was I was being trolled. So nah, this is legit. This is a real thing, and there's no bars on it. Now the selfish fan in me, the outcast fan in me, it ain't gonna change how I look at three stacks. But I'm not excited about it. And I'm a, we are musical people, but I'm not excited about a flute album because I want him to rap. And that's just me being a fan. I can I'm honestly say it. I'm going to partake. I'm going to run I, it. I'm definitely going to run it. To your point, I'm curious, and that's pretty much where it stops. Okay. At this point. I'm curious. It's yeah. Andre. I'm curious. I am too. But that's it. You better get out here and be on his Roy Ayers on our ass. Man, Maybe. if you do, I'll come back know. here and I'll say I, I stand correct. I'm but curious what it's going to sound like. Yeah. That's, that's about it. I'm going to run it. But the I guess Pied Piper of Atlanta. 
Bro. Yeah, I don't know if he wants that. Nah. Pied Piper. Well, I mean, <laughs> n- not not in the kale sense. Yeah. No, we don't want that. <laughs> I'm just looking at, with Dre, they had a really good algorithm, Pied Piper. Yeah. <laughs> Dre, Dre's hiatus. You just you want it as a fan. You want to be like, man, he about to black out. We got a tease with the old Kanye record. You get a tease every time you he drops. You get drop, a tease man. every yeah. time he drops. Thank you. Uh, but it's I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, it ain't nothing to know, man. You get you're it getting really the is. Andre three thousand album where he's playing the flute and and he's uh, sitting Indian style yeah. and rubbing his feet together and being real peaceful. And lighten Nog Chopper. So uh, I, this is I, just what you're going to have to deal with. I'm happy that he feels confident and... That's where I'm at with you know, it, too. You know, like that he feels that like he, wants he can to release something. Yeah. yeah. yeah I'm Maybe happy. this turns into his shield coming I, down a listen, little bit. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't dive too much into it now. <laughs> just let it be. I'm, yeah. try, I'm trying. I'm yeah. trying to find something. I, I wouldn't do too just much, let man. Let it just, be. It's going to be. Just let it be what it's going to be. be. Legend of Zelda Call the Wild out yeah. here. <laughs> we don't know. We don't know. Yeah, this is Nintendo power music, man. Mm-hmm. Come on. Hey, man. We, we still love it. found this flute. We, and, uh, we, we, Andre we, decided to play it. So it's going to be three. my man Three Stacks playing you know, the warp whistle, I guess. The Ocanara of Time. Yeah, that's what it's gonna be. Yeah. He's in a good place. I'm. Hey, I'm happy for you, brother. What's so up? hold up, is this the album that Killer Mike was talking about? It might possibly. <laughs> it can be. It can be. It, it can might be. be though, because he said they had a record that was like eight minutes long. They was rapping. This can't be it. Maybe yeah. he just took all the rap. Took all the rap. Come on, said, man, don't just, do that. He said, since he spoiled it, y'all just gonna get yeah, exactly. Y'all get the flute. So you now you have me thinking. Now I'm going to listen to this thinking. Is this the one that they rap for eight minutes on? Somebody said, like, really honestly, they are on some Legend of Zelda stuff because uh, Big Boy, his friend was out, his friends with a, a wise owl. Uh, <laughs> oh, he did, I see the owl on his Instagram. Yeah, I see the owl on his Instagram. I didn't even see. I, somebody texted me about this this morning, and Look I got that flute, man. He's serious about that flute. I thought he be that, walking around in public playing that mug. It almost looked like a a didgeridoo. With holes in it. Whoa, 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 whoa! Let's 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 take let's take time out to give him his props for saying say it again. A didgeridoo. Uh, say it, you yeah. get props, Terry, for saying didgeridoo. Why? Yeah. Because I don't hear didgeridoo a lot. Okay. Good job, man. <laughs> 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 Yeah, he makes the noises <laughs> that he makes. Mm-hmm. That's funny. I didn't even see. Is there a track list for this thing? No. Nah, man. You're going to get what you're going to yeah, get. Exactly. Okay. All right. He said he let Tyler, the creator, hear it. And let me let me guess. Tyler was like, this is the best thing I've ever heard I in don't America. Know. Tyler, if anybody going to keep it real, it's going to be Tyler. Tyler would be like, I don't get this whole project. Yeah. This is ass. But it's still Andre. So, <laughs> you know, it's at least got and he, that. And he messed with stacks, though. Like, he's, he, he's always spoken highly of stacks. Solo album is an 87 minute old to the flute. Hey man, that's crazy. You know what's funny is Andre is about to have a whole lot of people listening to flute music on Friday. I I promise you the numbers are going to be crazy. Hey, The streams are going to be crazy. I'll be one of them. So what what if this is a a, a change? What if this is the shift in the culture that was needed? (laughs) This flute album. All of a sudden, like I don't major think labels are pursuing flute, flute players. Flute players. Yeah, I gotta find a flute Everything player. About that... to go full circle. We going back to the seventies. Amber from Moonchild is gonna blow up. She can play the flute. Yeah, Man. Lizzo ain't gonna be uh, talking about eating snacks no more. Be she like, gonna go full Lizzo fledged flute. Yeah, 
The it's gonna be a, a three stacks featuring Lizzo track with no vocals, just, just flute all playing. flute. The record label's gonna be like, we gotta find a delusional person that can play the flute that's polarizing and plays the flute and has a big following and plays read. the flute and can't yeah. read. That's the next wave. I don't think Can't, be can't read. read wasn't on our list. Was that on? No, that was on my list. That's on Jay Moore. I was going to sign somebody. I want to make sure they can't read because I, you know. Well, um, you want a Millie Vanilli. Huh? No, no. I wow. want to you know, get all that publishing. It's like they couldn't read. Why are you throwing shots at them? That's the second not, shot, bro. Man. Second shot. Chopper. That's not but really you know a what? shot. Shout out though. to the song Blame It on the Rain. That was a great song. It was. The record second. was fire. You got to blame it on something, man. Not that one. They brought Diane Warren in for that. Like, wait a minute, you. These I don't two, know Blame the Rain. Two dudes. Yes, you do. It's like, okay, girl, you know it's true. Uh huh. And then you go from that, and it was like, let's get Diane Warren, mm-hmm. who would have already been. Yeah, like, she her, said. Her prices were probably up. She said that she had already had something that sounded similar to Girl, you. She said, oh, girl, for you real? know it's true. Blame it on the rain. She said yeah. it's kind of similar. It fit. Uh, Made it work. How many records they? How many records they got that you can name? Jay Moore. Three, four. Blame it on the rain. Okay. Don't forget my number. Baby, see, um, girl, I'm gonna, girl, I'm gonna miss you. Shouts to Wabash. Yeah. So they had four records. That's that I such know. a deep cut inside mm-hmm. joke. Yeah. See, so they had four records I know, like just off the top of my head. So you, what was it? Girl, uh, you know it's true. Girl, you know Blame it's on true. the rain. Uh huh. Don't, Don't forget, forget my, my number. number. Uh huh. And uh, girl, I'm gonna miss you. You got me on Girl, I'm Gonna Miss You. I'm asleep. What band is this? <laughs> Million Vanillion. Million Vanillion. Ah, okay. They yeah. didn't do I Can't Stand the Rain. <laughs> you ain't nothing, man. No. I'm dead serious. I don't know. No, they didn't do Who that. did that song? Ann Peoples. And Missy. Ann Peoples? Missy. Well, that me, Missy sampled it from Ann yeah. Peoples. Oh, yeah. Ann Peoples is okay. the... <laughs> Out of my window. And Peoples, if I'm not mistaken, is the same as a sample for... Uh, no, no. The, or the Charmels. I'm sorry, it's the Charmels. Yeah. Never mind, the Charmels. I had to go back. You want to play a game? All right, Saul. <laughs> no jigsaw. <I> don't. <laughs> All right, before we get out of here, let me try this. All right. What if I'm going to read some lyrics, and I want to see who can guess the song first? We need a buzzer. We don't have one. Well, you're just going to yell really loud. Are you ready? Okay. Here we go. Single. Okay. Hey yo. My whiz play the flute. <laughs> Ghostface. Um, bulletproof wallets. Uh, 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 oh, come on, Lone. I know the record. Uh, I strolled through the forest like. It's the trick. Oh, come on. It's the forest. There you go. The forest Ghostface. <laughs> yeah, y'all didn't think I was going to get that. Uh, yeah. No, I, well, I, didn't, I, didn't, yeah. I didn't have any. Uh, yeah, bulletproof wallets. Yeah. 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 Hey, yo, my whiz, whiz play the flute. I stroll through the forest like, peace, <laughs> these trees. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah I did good there. That, that's, that's why. How does she play the flute? Well, Which pair of lips? All right, now. She's got to put her mouth in a very specific type of way to get the airflow to come out. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, man. <laughs> That'll do it for this episode. Newoldheads.com for all the education you need this year. If you see it, like it, subscribe. We're on the chase to our 100,000 plaque on bringing down the band. Shout out to my man, Longevity. That is his baby. We're getting close. Uh, Like I said, if you see it, like it, subscribe, and we'll see y'all next week. Peace. Yes, sir. Yeah.